Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Now live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show. The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio. At ESPN 105.9. Oh, wild weekend. Wild weekend in football. And uh, so much fun to watch. I hope you enjoyed it. It's already going too fast. But... I can't get bogged down in that. I know. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Um, We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app and The Zone 105.9. Well, I don't know if we are or not. We're trying to. Anyway, if you're on the dial, I love you. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And... uh, you can hit us up on the Farm Bureau Insurance call in line 601-707-3750. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. Um, this weekend, we have Mississippi State at LSU. And uh, the scheduling gods continue the gift that keeps on giving. Ole Miss at Georgia Tech. Then Ole Miss plays Tulsa. Are we... Maybe a, a big game against Kentucky at home. We'll see. Boy, I struggle to buy Kentucky. Still don't won't I? buy in. No, but I tell you what, Levis and that offense looked better than I thought. They did some things that, uh, boy, that doesn't bode well for Mississippi State either because Ole Miss gets them at home. MSU, yeah, here's the deal. Kentucky usually doesn't win on the road. They're not built like that for the most part. And Ole Miss gets them at home. Mississippi State has to go to Lexington. But we'll get into that later. So, Blake asked me about Jimbo Fisher earlier in the show. 
And, uh, woo! $100 million. Take a look at their next. $100 million pretty much guaranteed. And here's the deal. That That's chump change for them. I mean, Nebraska just paid $16 million to fire Scott Frost when that would have been cut in half by October 1. That. They bought him out to get him. <laughs> how many businesses would do that? Like in the how, private or, or even publicly owned? Well, publicly owned, fire CEOs all the time and give them all. Anyway, how many privately owned businesses would do that? Fire someone on September 11th, knowing that on October 1, the buyout is cut in half. So I think it was $16.1 million. Let's just go to eight. And Nebraska said, no, we have to remove him now. And then Notre Dame loses. He's 0-3, kind of, but definitely 0-2 this year. Uh, that would be Notre Dame's first-year head coach, Marcus Freeman. They lost to Marshall. Charles Huff was uh, Joe Moorhead's running backs coach for Barely. a year. Barely. <laughs> and then he parlayed that into a job at Alabama as a running backs coach. Never been a coordinator. And then parlayed that into the head coaching job at Marshall. And they beat Notre Dame. So it was a big, it was a big, big weekend for the G5 who got paid $4.7 million combined to go on the road and beat Appalachian State, I mean, and beat A&M, Nebraska, and Notre Dame. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. It's a real good deal. It. Yeah. Sunbelt Conference, rise up. Somebody And somebody made the great point. We will never, like, go in depth on this, and I get that because this isn't, like, what we do. Um, there have been podcasts that go into depth. I'm sure the Athletic has done this, but... Um, in terms of conference realignment, we focus on the Big Ten and the SEC because they're the big brands. They're the marquee names. You could argue no one's handled conference realignment better than the Sun Belt and who they added as a G5 club or G5 conference. Southern Miss. App State. Georgia Southern. Marshall. I mean, they, they went out and got all these teams. The three teams you saw beat teams, Georgia Southern, App State, and Marshall, none of those were in the Sun Belt five years ago. All those three teams have been added. That's incredible. I mean, they went out and did work as a G five club or G five conference, and so yeah. props to whoever they may, their they commissioner is. They may get is. rated at some point, but props to them for sure for for what they did, no doubt. Sixteen million to fire your former uh, national champion quarterback head coach. Yeah, yikes! He made a ton of money though. Yeah, but I promise you, he pulled a Will Muschamp. He'd give up all that money to not be losing at his alma mater. I feel very confident that the pride. He's taking a hit of of being a failure at Nebraska. He traded all to not be a failure. Yeah, I feel very confident in that. Speaking of failure, A and M coming up next. Four games. We thought for sure A and M's two and O headed into Miami. We really thought three and O headed into Arkansas. Probably. Now you're one and one. You have Miami at home, Arkansas and Dallas at State at Alabama. Give me the next four weeks for Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies. So Miami went through the motions against Southern Miss and won thirty to seven. Yeah, it was um, what, what three point game at halftime, and then they stepped on the gas. Yeah, yeah, and they were looking ahead. Okay, no doubt. Um, kudos to Southern Miss; they played their tails off. Okay, and 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 especially for a half, you know, 
back and forth. Um, if he plays Max Johnson, A&M has a really good chance to win, Blake. If he says, nope, Haynes King is my guy and I'm Jimbo Fisher. Then I think they'll lose. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go. I don't think he can go back to Haynes King. And the Wagman kid is so, he's a true, he's a freshman. Yeah. Max Johnson has proven to us at LSU that he can play. I actually think if he'd have put Max Johnson in uh, at the beginning of the third quarter. Might have won the game. That A&M might have won the game. Uh, I think if they play Max Johnson, they can win the game. If they don't, they don't win the game. Is it really that simple? Yeah. Are, are we surprised? Now, I know he went out and got Max Johnson, and I get that that was probably one of the better established options on the transfer portal, right? Sure. Like, he could have gone hard after, like, a Dart, a, a Ewers, a Rattler, who maybe has high upside and less proven ability, mm-hmm. right? But he went for a guy who's a proven commodity in the SEC, Max Johnson, What's the QB room situation in a and I mean, five years in, Jimbo's this strapped for quarterback talent? No, that's a good point. Uh, Kellen Mond never got better. And I think that was some, that's something that we talked about. Just got cut in the offseason by the Vikings. But more importantly, his sophomore, junior, and senior year. No progression. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at how much better Will Rogers and Matt Corral got under Lane Kiffin yeah. and Mike Leach. That's all I need to know. Correct. You can either coach this position. Or you can't. Or you can't. Even sometimes when you can't identify it, you can still develop what you didn't identify, right? Right. That, and Jimbo can't do either, People can dog Dan Mullen. Dan made some players that needed a lot of development and coaching a lot better. Yeah. Okay? Mike, yeah. Mike Gundy does this. There, we, we talk about these guys all the time. Kellen Mond never got better. It was right there in front of us. He didn't. Yeah. Jimbo never, whether that's tailoring the offense more and more and more and more around him or whatever, yeah. but I just believe Jimbo's going to run his offense. And he's just going to jam you in it. Yes. You Correct. Know, here. Correct. Haynes King, you have to run what I have been running mm-hmm. for. You have to run what I ran in 2013. Yeah with Jameis Winston, which may as well be 30 years ago in football. And they talked about how Jimbo will install new plays every week and the the playbook will get bigger as the week goes. That's crazy in high school. Or I mean, in college. Yeah. You can do that in the NFL when you literally spend 120 hours a week on the play. Did book. you see them partying in Boone, North Carolina and Appalachian State? Much deserved. We spent a week there. Um, it's gorgeous. It is unbelievable. They have one of the coolest baseball stadiums in the country. It, it's it is a beautiful, beautiful area. We stayed in a really cool cabin on the mountain. Went down to the Appalachian State area in Boone. They were in their culinary boom before us. All I mean, they had craft beer bars. This was two thousand, I think. Well, and we did. We weren't really. We talk about the economics of football. It's yeah. funny you mentioned Boone, North Carolina. That's where College Game Day is headed this weekend. Instead of the A and M Miami game, how much did that cost oh. College Station? Oh man, the Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the amazing steaks at Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. And good morning. Welcome in. I hope your team won over the weekend. Uh, dogs and the Rebs are 2-0, and Blake Mania. So, that's exciting. And they go on the, well, Mississippi State. I heard they didn't even fly in until they were rerouted to Birmingham and then <laughs> had to maybe wait something out. I, I is Birmingham the to... reroute purgatory? I mean, what in the world? I've been know. rerouted that there. That sounds terrible because that that's still a two and a half minimum it, hour bus ride. You know, it's funny. Uh, Joe Gatto. I went to the Joe Gatto comedy tour Saturday, and they got rerouted trying to fly into uh, into the Mobile Jackson area. They got rerouted to New Orleans and had to drive over to Mobile then to Jackson. So, a lot of people getting rerouted with the weather over the last few days. Yeah, uh, summer thunderstorms. Right. I guess it's kind of still technically summer i think it is okay. september in the south specifically is still it is. summer but man the weather this week looks awesome for edwin watts golf shop and dancing rabbit uh golf.com i mean we're going i'm looking at it seven to eight days without rain and temps 85 and below and sometimes 80 and below so hit it up dancing rabbit golf.com we, we need to give away several more gift certificates so we can get our guys and gals out on the course and they can also enjoy dancing uh dip, 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 golden moon casino sportsbook blake i think we'll be there thursday all right that's tentative we're gonna lock that down today but i think we're at the golden moon casino sportsbook thursday i got some money in my pocket that's burning a hole just ready to put on miami well you won um one of your bets. I went four and three in week no, one. I'm talking about two, the week that we were. Yeah, week one. There. Yeah, week one of college football. You won a bet. I went four and three that okay. weekend. Okay. Yeah, I made eighty eight dollars. Okay. So that's fine. Hey, eighty eight bucks. I did not lose. You know who wore number eighty eight? Not Michael Irvin. I was thinking Michael Irvin. That's okay. so funny. I'll give you another. Chris name. Carter. Was Marty, he eighty one or 80? Marty McDole. Yes. You don't know. So this guy played at Mississippi State in the late 70s, early 80s. I know exactly who he is. Now, if he played in a Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach offense today, Marty McDowell would be a first-team All-American. 
Emery Ballard threw the ball about once every other game. But Marty McDowell wore number 88. All right, back to what happened over the weekend. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We'll have Brad Edwards on the Yingling Lager guest line at 8.30. ESPN Insider for 25 years. We'll talk Bama, Texas as we overreact on a Monday. And then at 9.30, we will have Olin Buchanan with Tex Ags. Um, that's their big network. And I spent 10 minutes. I don't usually do this. I spent every bit, maybe longer, because I was waiting on Blake this morning to kind of go over things. And I spent 10 minutes, maybe more, on the Texas A&M message board. Mm. And it was incredible. I, they are, to go from Jimbo Fisher is <laughs> awesome and walks on water and he is a, a super recruiter, which he is, to we have to change. Somebody has to get Jimbo Fisher to remove himself as the play caller and hire someone else. Well, first of all, I don't think Jimbo Fisher is capable of of removing himself, and I don't think Jimbo would know how to hire a play caller because he's never done it. Now, I give Jimbo credit. He hired Mike Elka, defensive coordinator. Uh, from Notre Dame, and maybe that's the reason why they've won the way they, as much as they have won, because Elko is is considered just an excellent defensive coordinator, and he poached him from Notre Dame five years ago. But then what happened? Well, Elko left, took the head coaching job at Duke, and and replaced David Cutcliffe, and Jimbo hired DJ Durkin, and Durkin's good. He's not as good as Elko, but he's good. And, but it could not mask the deficiencies of Jimbo Fisher and an antiquated offense and a young QB who's never played, really. Uh, I'm sorry, if you're a, a P5 school playing a G5 school and you're remotely near the top 25, you shouldn't have to give up 17 points to lose. That's true. 17 points should be in the back door when you walk in the building. That's true. So, I mean, whatever you want to say about DJ Durkin, like, it's not his fault they lost. No. No. Now, it's Jimbo Fisher. <laughs> uh, they were they were talking about two names already on the board. One of them's Lane Train. Urban uh, Meyer? No. Well, okay. <laughs> I saw Nebraska fans asking about Urban Meyer. Urban obviously would not take the Nebraska job. <laughs> but A&M... Be an interesting one. Is... We've been saying this forever. Sleeping, I don't know when anybody's going to cash yeah. in. Sleeping But giant. it's a gold mine. Yeah. Um, he had to play Bama twice, or I mean, not, but every year, I should right, say. Right, but, but as, as John Cohen said to the Start Bowl Quarterback Club recently, the divisions are about to go away, so by the time you got there, Jimbo's not going anywhere for a couple of years. By the time you got there as Urban Meyer, you wouldn't be in the SEC West. Yeah, that might be right, yeah. Especially so, if we expedite this Texas-Oklahoma joining. And, and you would have an NIL fund that is unlimited. Yeah, that's there. Yeah, for sure. And you could you could do whatever you needed to do, and you would be the first to go there and do it. Assuming you pull it off. Yes, whoever does it first, pulls it off, will be immortalized. Correct. So Urban went to Florida and won two, but Spurrier had already done it. Yeah. And I don't want to take away anything from what Urban did at Florida. It's amazing. 
Then he goes to Ohio State and does well. Jim Tressel and Woody Hayes had already won yeah. national championships. Yeah. Okay? established dominance, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and still, that was an amazing run. He was, un, and at one point, he was like forty-eight and two or something. Yeah. So well, it was, they, it was they, insane. They had a title that he didn't get to win because he went undefeated under probation his first season. There you go. He didn't so, even get to play. Yeah, twelve and zero, and they game. just had to sit at home. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Urban at A and M, he's only going to take a job that is either already winning championships or like A&M has raised about $800 million for their foot. I'm not kidding for their football program. And they just have an unlimited, they have alums that are so rich and so bored and their wives are not interested in in them anymore. And again, they've already got enough homes and planes. They just want to pour money in the Texas A&M football program. Urban could be lethal there. Uh, things are going to have to change at College Station because it's affecting marriages. And let me tell you what I mean. Talk to me. Message boards, message board geniuses on Twitter, at Board Geniuses. It's hilarious. We talk about them all the time. Posted this from Tex Ags, and we're going to have Olin Buchanan with Tex Ags at 930 on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, this man says, who else is in trouble with their women? Uh, he says, silent treatment since yesterday evening. I didn't handle the loss very well. She got mad that I posted on Facebook about how much we suck since I was obviously drunk. Oh, wow. I hadn't posted since last season. Maybe the people loved my excitement. Still silent treatment today. Reading through my texts and all the stupid blank I said to people. Anybody else in that same boat? Things are melting down in College Station. That's amazing. Jimbo's ruining uh, marriages. That's not good, man. Jimbo Fisher. Do you think if he goes to the ranch for a day or two, he can clear his mind and get everything worked out and maybe like line up the cattle in a way that he wants to offensively and come up with another no, way of thinking. He's not. Okay. There's a parable in the Bible that says it's harder for a rich man to go through the eye of a needle or a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to give up what he has, right? True. Jimbo Fisher, once you're successful, whether it's your fault or not, you can't tell yourself that you're not successful. You just can't. The fact that Nick Saban was able to win multiple titles and then tell himself he wasn't good enough offensively to keep winning and change is a one in a trillion. One in a trillion moment. Wow. No one does that. Jimbo's not changing. Jimbo's a national title head coach. That's right. He's a winner. Y'all are all wrong. And do you think Ross Bjork can convince him to change? Ross Bjork can't convince himself to do anything. Right. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by your next John Deere tractor, John Deere Lawnmower, Ag Up Equipment. I want you to hit agup.com right now. That's right. If you're looking for a John Deere, if you're looking for a tractor, go to agup.com, driven by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. 601-885-3776. Slice bread coming up next. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. I, I think I decided what I want to do with the set as far as helmets. Left side is the losers of the week, and the right side is the winners. Um, but I got to change it up right now. We have to do that I, moving forward. Yeah, it's, okay. it's not like I want it right now, but it will be, you know. Because I think all I'd have to look at what Delta State did, but the rest of those teams won this weekend. I know, I know. So I'm going to grab the A uh, and M helmet and the Florida helmet. Oh, did you see Missouri got embarrassed by Kansas State? Did anyone see that Missouri lost? Uh, no, they didn't. Yeah, no mind. one watches All that right. game. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Our guests join us on the Yingling Lager guest line. And our SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We want to bring in Brad Edwards, 25 years at ESPN, college football insider, taught Bama and Texas. Brad Edwards, good morning, buddy. Good morning, Bo. How is everything, man? Well, it's going well. It's one of those crazy Mondays where A&M and Nebraska and Notre Dame lose to three G5 teams, and the Bama-Texas game was close and wild, and none of us expected that. So I feel like it's uh, it's just insanity right now on an SEC football show. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. And, you know, I mean, even Kentucky beating Florida threw some people for a loop just because Florida had looked so good the week before against Utah. And so, yeah, I mean, it's funny because, you know, Georgia, I mean, clear cut. I have no idea what the coaches are doing once again. I mean, we we say this almost every year, but how can you keep Alabama at number one in the coaches poll? Um, and, and you would think, like, if, if anyone is going to kind of defer to the defending champ until they've lost, it would be the coaches. Um, so I, why Georgia is, is still ranked behind Alabama in that poll, don't know. It doesn't matter, fortunately, but uh, – Georgia, clearly the best team through two weeks of the season, and Alabama's fortunate just to you know still be undefeated. Uh, Alabama punted six times, straight times, six times in a row on, on Saturday. I don't know when the last time. At least time. four of them were three and outs. Right. At least four, if not five. You know, to 
I understand that Texas recruits pretty well, but for I, I can't imagine when the last time Bama punted six straight times, maybe the nine six game against LSU. But the bottom, let's start on offense, Brad. What? How surprised, shocked, not surprised were you to see the offense not click uh, either way until Bryce had to do the heroics late in the game? So I was surprised. I wouldn't go as far as shocked because what we saw on Saturday was something that we saw in a few games last year. And, and so it, it's not like, wow, it's been – you know, a decade since we've seen Alabama do something like that. Now, as you said, you know, six straight possessions ending with a punt. Maybe it hadn't quite been that bad, but I know last year, week two, when they had a 21 nothing lead and then just stagnated and then almost lost at Florida, there was something similar to that. I don't know if it was four or five punts in a row, but I know they had at least three straight three and outs, and then that's when Florida started to come back. And, and there were several games last year where they had the same type of offensive issues that we saw against Texas, where receivers just couldn't get open. Pass protection was good enough. Uh, Bryce was standing there looking. You know, you could tell he's going through his progression, and there's just nobody to throw to. And so, um, you know, the other thing is, I mean, outside of that 81-yard touchdown run uh, on the second possession of the game, they never really were able to establish – the running backs, and that was uh, that was a big part of it too. And so it, there was just a whole lot of it that looked like last year's Alabama team. And as bad as that appeared at times, and as much as it was completely unlike what we had seen from Alabama for the previous five seasons or so, that team still took the lead into the fourth quarter of the national championship game. So yeah, I think I think on on one hand you see this and you're like, oh, Alabama's vulnerable. But at the same time, we saw them look very vulnerable in, you know, like five SEC games out of eight last year, and they still came really close to winning the national title. And so, you know, I think I think with Alabama, just because they've been there and we've seen them just be able to do what it takes, and especially with Bryce Young. I mean, the kid, it's like, I, I don't know if, if I speak for the majority of America, but I, I feel like most people watching that game are just shaking their heads. Cause look, I mean, I'm, I, I realize most people want to see Alabama lose. <laughs> sure. And, and you're watching Texas, and you're thinking they should be up three scores right now with not only, um, you know, the way that Alabama's offense is stagnated, but the way that Alabama's defense is gifting them things with these stupid penalties that are keeping drives alive. And they kept getting into the red zone, but they couldn't score touchdowns. And so I, I think when Texas finally settled for another field goal to go up 16-10, everyone is like, all right, here's where Alabama yep. just miraculously and, – and, and by the way, same thing that happened with the, uh, with the Iron Bowl last year. You know, Auburn, Auburn had every opportunity to be up by more than one score, and, and they never quite got there, and that's all it took was one possession. And so it happened again on Saturday, and it just feels like – it feels like Bryce Young's just one of those guys. And, and whatever, whenever they need it, they'll finally do it. And, and so that's why I don't necessarily hit the panic button on Alabama as far as, you know, they're going to lose three games this year. I, I don't know. It just seems like, hey, they might play close games, but that quarterback's just when he has to, he'll find a way.
Brad Edwards on the Yingling Lager guest line talking Bama, Texas. Hell of a ball game on Saturday. What does it mean? Agree with Brad. Who knows? Uh, but we love to have fun on Monday, you know, breaking it down and seeing what can happen maybe in a few weeks when they go to Fayetteville, uh, which I didn't even think I would say that um, a couple of weeks ago. If Quinn Ewers plays that whole game, are you and I discussing Bama losing today? You would think so. I mean, the, the way the offense was clicking for Texas. Uh, but, but I still come back to what I just said, which is with Bryce Young at quarterback, you just feel like if they had needed to score 40 points, they would have done it. You know, it's like if, if they had had to flip that switch in the third quarter instead of in the fourth, that probably things change. It's just hard to imagine that they would have been blown out by Texas. I, I don't know. I, they just maybe maybe psychologically when Ewers went out, there was a little bit of a letdown by Alabama because like okay we got this you know now we now we don't have to worry about you know keeping up in a track meet or whatever and they didn't you know the crazy thing is at the end of the at the end of the day, Texas scored one touchdown in that game, that was it, one touchdown, um, but but yeah it really is hard not to think that though like I, I get I get. <laughs> Let's just say I roll my eyes a lot when I hear Texas fans going back to that national championship game. If Colt McCoy hadn't been hurt, I mean, Alabama controlled that game um, in a whole lot of ways uh, that that it, it probably wouldn't have mattered, in my opinion. Uh, it would have been a much better game, but I don't think Texas wins. This one, on the other hand, um, you saw Texas moving the ball very well in Alabama. Uh, there was a much larger sample of drives with Quinn Ewers in there. And and then when you look at the way Alabama's offense stagnated, it, it, it really is difficult to say that it didn't matter at all. And so it, while I do say maybe it wouldn't have, I, it, it's hard not to say at the same time that there's a good chance that it, 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 it would have. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Alabama was fortunate not only not only with the Ewers injury, but also with the backup Hudson Card. He he took a big hit and was banged up mm. and was out there kind of limping around for pretty much the whole second half. It's funny if you if you watch that Tennessee game against Pitt, same thing happened with Tennessee. Tennessee knocked out the starting quarterback. The backup comes in and then he's limping around for most of the second half and still that team hung in there and took the game all the way to the wire. And so it was, it was, it was strange to see that happen with two different SEC teams on the road out of conference, but both of them benefited from injuries to the other team's quarterbacks, and both of them still barely survived. Are you ready to say that Georgia is a good bit better than Bama or that that is an overreaction, and because Bryce is Bryce – and Bryce Young is one of the best or the best quarterbacks in college football that over time they'll start to figure it out and and he'll give them an opportunity regardless of who they play. I'm ready to say that Georgia is clearly than Alabama, better than Alabama right now. Like, you know, two weeks into the season, they're clearly better. But that doesn't make any difference because they're not going to play Alabama until December if they play them at all. That's That's when it'll be. So it really doesn't matter how much better Georgia is than Bama right now. But 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 they are, and I, I don't even think there's an argument there. 
Where I think we're going to learn a lot about Alabama, obviously not this weekend against UL Monroe, um, but but once conference play begins, uh, and, and I think Bama starts with Vandy, so you're not going to learn anything there. Um, but once they get into, you know, you mentioned Arkansas, I believe Ole Miss comes up, you know, pretty soon in the schedule. There are there are a few games there where we're we're going to learn, you know. Was that a blip on the radar screen? Because on one hand, you could look at it and you could say, okay, look, Texas has a lot of great athletes. All right, there, there are a lot of five-star, high four-star players on that roster. And, and just from a pure talent standpoint, you could say, you know, Texas has more talent than an Arkansas or an Ole Miss. They might not be a better team, but they probably have more raw talent. And when you consider that Sark came from Alabama, you know, he, he knows Alabama's defense. The same defensive coordinator, Pete Golding, and obviously Saban has a big influence on the defense. Sark is probably better equipped than anybody out there, along with, I mean, Kiffin's another one, you know, knows what they're doing. Although although Kiffin wasn't there with Golding. Sark was there with Golding. Right. So you put all that together, and it's like, okay, you got a head coach, a play caller, who's, who's very well equipped to know the weaknesses in that defense and how to exploit it. Um, you have Gary Patterson, who is a, like a – I think he's an analyst technically, but he's on the staff. Gary Patterson is on the staff at Texas, the former TCU head coach, who, who is a great defensive mind. And he, he basically – they said on the broadcast, his entire job over the offseason was to game plan for Alabama. <laughs> and so you got all that stuff together, and it may be, may be a combination of factors. They just caught him at the right day. But that's what we're going to find out because when Alabama starts SEC play, I would say – the first half of the schedule, if they start blowing out people, then I think what we saw on Saturday was an aberration. If Alabama gets taken to the wire a couple more times, then I don't think a whole lot has changed from last year. And and that's not only where you start questioning, okay, is Alabama good enough to win the national championship this year? You also would start questioning, okay, has, has Alabama's program – started to slide back to the pack just a little bit because mm-hmm. on paper this should be a dominant Alabama team. When you look at the returning experience from last year, um the the you know the rankings of the recruiting classes that comprise this team, the quality of the players they've gotten out of the transfer portal, um this should be a team that just like so many in recent years just runs roughshod over the opposition and if that doesn't happen that's that to me would be a big sign that maybe maybe Bama is just starting to to lose it just a little bit. All right, Brad Edwards on the Yingling Lager guest line, college football insider for twenty five years. Yeah, I can't wait to see what happens in a couple of weeks, three weeks, I guess it is, when Bama goes to Arkansas, and do they boat race them, or is this a, a hell of a ball game in Fayetteville? And is it fun and, and interesting? What, you know, also you mentioned Gary Patterson, and, and I think that was a brilliant hire by Sark. Uh, Pete uh, Kodkowski, who you've mentioned on the show, and Bartu has too, who's revered as a defensive coordinator, is the D.C. at Texas. He was amazing at Washington under Chris Peterson. So when you look at that, him and Gary Patterson, you're right. They did a hell of a job um, against Bama. Which unit do you think can jumpstart and and take a big step forward uh, in the next few weeks? 
for Bama, the offense or the defense, Brad? I think that the Bama defense is good enough. I mean, outside of some issues with their with their corners who were committing pass interference, and some of it was called, some of it wasn't, the defense was pretty stout. I think they're especially difficult to run on, and that's why I kind of question how well Arkansas matches up with them because it's, it's going to be really tough to run on Alabama. I don't care who you are. It's going to be tough to run on them. And without Traylon Burks, I, I, I don't know if the Arkansas passing game, that, that's how they scored on Alabama last year was, was through the air. And they don't have the same weapons they did a year ago. Um, so I, I think Bama's defense is, is generally going to be tough to score on. And they've allowed one touchdown through two games. The, the question for me is, is at receiver. And this, this may be the first time in, I don't know, since 2007, Saban's first year, that they don't have an eventual NFL first-round pick at receiver on the roster. Um, It's hard to say for sure, but, but you you had Julio Jones and no, I take that back 2011 when they won the national championship with that dominant defense, they didn't have one, but you had Julio in eight, nine and 10 Amari Cooper came in in 12. So 12, 13, 14 Calvin Ridley came in in 15. And then in 17, you had that class with Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs. And then Jalen Waddell came in in 18. And then last year, they didn't have one that they had recruited, uh, at least in a, in a signing class. But Jamison Williams came in for one year through the transfer portal and was a first-round pick. So they've always had, except for that one season, have always had that guy. I do not see a, a, a receiver that scares you on, on this year's Alabama team. There's some good possession receivers, but there's not the game-breaker. And – to me, their offense and the progression of their offense really depends on someone emerging who can take the top off the defense. They've got to be able to stretch the field. They've hardly even attempted to go deep in the first two games. And I think that guy is either there's – a, there's a guy named Tyler Harrell who was a transfer in from Louisville who was a, a, a burner, I mean, just total speed guy. And he's been injured and has not played in the first two games. He was banged up in, in August practices and everything. He eventually will get out there. I have no idea whether he's going to beat out those other guys or not. But they need him or either one of these true freshmen to be able to fill that role of the deep threat. Because without a deep threat, I really don't see Alabama being able to have its way offensively with, with the better defenses on the schedule. And there will be better defenses than Texas, I would think once they get an SEC play. Uh, certainly Georgia is better when they in, eventually in Atlanta. run to them. So yeah. that, that, that to me is – that's the big question for Alabama is receiver. All right, let's switch gears. Brad Edwards on the Out of Bounds show. I want to talk – you just big picture, big picture Jimbo Fisher. Uh, that, that is a devastating loss, Brad. They, they recruit yeah. way too well to lose that game to Appalachian State. And I know Appalachian State is a hell of a G5 program going back to Jerry Moore, but it doesn't matter. Um, You know, we're five years in. um, They don't have an answer at QB. Not sure why he didn't go to Max Johnson, but it's easy for me to say from my couch drinking a beer. Um, You know, we all talk about his 25 pages playbook on the sideline. No one around him is going to challenge him to change 
right? Like Saban did it on his own. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not like Mal Moore or Greg Byrne. Uh, Greg wasn't there then. Uh, it, it's not like Mal Moore in his late years walked into Saban's office and and told Nick Saban, you have to go get Lane Kiffin and modernize your offense. Saban did that because he's brilliant. We don't believe Jimbo's going to do that. What is your takeaway from where they are now five years in? Right, and that, that to me is the key, that this is year five. This isn't, you know, year two or three where he's still got some of the previous coaches' players He's been able to form his roster through recruiting. And and he came in, and you, you could say maybe it was unfortunate for him that he inherited a quarterback who had just started the second half of the season as a freshman, Kellen Mond, and he was kind of forced to go with him for a while. But, but you know, he recruited – he continued to recruit quarterbacks, and it wasn't like anyone ever beat out Kellen Mond. But Mond was a guy for all of his talent coming out of high school, you know, his, all, all of the – the high rankings and everything as a recruit never really improved at three years under Jimbo, you know, and then you had last year where Haynes King is injured very early in the season. Calzada plays out of his mind against Alabama, but the rest of the season was pretty much garbage. Um, Haynes King looks terrible through two games this year. And uh, you and I have talked about this so many times, you know how I feel about Jimbo. It's just that he's, He's a good coach, but he's not a great coach. He's not close to that upper tier that everyone wants to put him in because he's won a national championship. But but when A&M hired him, they felt like they were getting one of the best offensive minds in college football. Right. I've said it many, many times. No one has ever feared the so-called Jimbo Fisher offense. Okay? <laughs> they, they, they feared the Chip Kelly offense at Oregon. They feared – the Art Riles offense at Baylor. Nobody has feared the Jimbo Fisher offense, except for maybe that one time. And it wasn't because of the offense. It was because of the talent at Florida State in 2013. But, but, but you know, Jimbo's he, – he's, he's, it starts with a quarterback, and that's what you expected. You know, he had three quarterbacks at FSU who were drafted in the first round. Two of them probably shouldn't have been, but they were. And – and so that was his reputation. He's going to he's going to groom a quarterback. He's going to develop these guys. And he's had three different quarterbacks now at A and M, and nothing. And you know, you, you mentioned how devastating the the App State loss is. I mean, that's because you're coming off of this number one recruiting class, and you know this as well as anybody. You are not going to reach the level of Georgia and Alabama, talent-wise, with one recruiting class. You're going to have to do that three times in a row to get to their level. And you're not going to be able to repeat that if, if, if recruits aren't seeing results on the field. And, you know, they lost four conference games last year. They went two and four against the West. A lot of people don't realize that because you remember them beating Alabama. They beat Alabama and Auburn. They lost to everybody else in the West last year. So they were two and four against their division a year ago. Now they lose to App State. They're probably going to lose to Miami. This is a huge game coming up on Saturday because for A&M, if they can beat Miami, it doesn't completely offset the loss to App State, but it certainly changes the mindset and allows them to kind of go into conference play in a more you know, positive mindset. You know, and and, and it, it fixes some of that. But if they lose to Miami – you know, no one was imagining that they that they could possibly lose two non-conference games, already have two losses, and basically be out of the playoff picture before conference play even began. Mm. 
which is what they're staring at if this happens. And, and, and if they don't get any better than what we've seen through two weeks, their best case is probably four and four in conference play again. So, I mean, you're talking about six and six. Good hell. All right, Brad, I got to jump in. Tell our, I've got about 50 seconds. Tell our listeners about your podcast. Yeah, so I've got a, a, a new podcast. We're covering the SEC, just getting cranked up. I'm, I'm doing it uh, on Saturday nights uh, with Tyler Bray, former Tennessee quarterback. We're going through all the games, and those get posted on Sunday. I'm also doing it on Tuesday and Thursday. So the podcast is called Fourth and Manageable. If people want to check it out, wherever you get your podcast, you should be able to find it there. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Fourth and Manageable. Brad Edwards on the Yingling Lager guest line. Thank you, Brad Edwards. Uh, Bama with the win, A&M with the loss. Now A&M will host Miami, and they lost game day. Game day is going to Appalachian State. We'll have the Bank Plus Player of the Week at 915, and Olin Buchanan, Texas A&M Insider at 930. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.